Cheers. Cheers. It's a more delicate clink this morning because it's... Uh... Just not as fun, is it? No. So, yeah, it's the morning of the... What day 24th? is it? It's the 24th. Um, normally we record this on a Friday afternoon, but what yep. we're doing this Friday afternoon, Harrison? We're out. We are... Are we out? T- no, we're not just out. We're out, out. We're out, out. Out, out. Okay. So Get it was your out. birthday on Wednesday? Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. It was your birthday on Tuesday. We went out yeah. as a team, got some lunch together, which was nice. Dizzying age of 27 years young. 27 years young. Where did we go for food? We got some sushi. We went Mount Fuji in Birmingham. Which was absolute quality. So if you are a local... You were turning your nose up to that as well to start with. You were... I just didn't... I just thought it was a really odd shout to go for a birthday lunch at Mount Fuji to get some sushi. Seeing that we'd just done Yo Sushi hard. <laughs> like three days before. Exactly. Um, but I really enjoyed it. So if you're a local listener, check it out. It wasn't too expensive either, to be honest. Yeah, no. Like the main considering were, how much you get as yeah, well in that bento those, box. What are they called? Is it a bento or bento? Bento box. Bento. Yeah. Okay. So as you know, if you're following anything, so let me just go back. We're going out tonight. Celebrate your birthday as a team. Yep. Also, uh, me back to work. Going to wet the baby's head. We've got some friends and we've got some colleagues and we've got uh, we've got one of the investors out with us tonight, which is going to be fun. It's always good to get drinks. Um, with the guys so <laughs> it's the 24th <clears throat> and if you know what's happening over here in the UK if you're a US listener which I'm sure you do we don't want to make this into a politics show but what happened this morning we just would embarrass ourselves we would if we heavily embarrass us. I, I mean I'm, you know I'm terrible with politics and everything around this but yeah. last night when I went to sleep I was 100% confident that we would still be in the still be in I need this coffee. Still be in the EU this morning. One sec. I'm going to just cut that bit out. So last night when I went to sleep, I was 100% confident that I'd wake up still being a member of the EU. I knew it was close. Well, we we were talking, weren't we, that um, it was very just either way. It could go either way. Yeah. And even my decision was very up in the air. But, I mean, the polls yesterday, every bit of news came out and if you if you watch the markets that like I do like forex trading and bits like that every little bit of news just compounded the fact that everyone thought we were staying in the bookies odds forex markets mm-hmm. everything was was getting back to the levels it should have been at if we were going to remain I mean I think it was just a given last night that we were going to stay in the EU and then you text me this morning at five o'clock <laughs> just before we jump in the car saying have you seen <clears throat> yeah so the BBC um I'm guessing it's purely based on the numbers that they called it that we are leaving. Yeah, because even though all the votes aren't counted, there's, I'm assuming, not enough votes now to have swing, swung it the other way. Yeah, I think it was like, because they release them in batches, don't they? Like each region's numbers are, are declared as soon as they've been counted up and certified. So I think, like you said, there was a certain amount of numbers that came in that went actually, regardless what the following ones are, unless they're massively, like 80, 90% remain, um, that were out. So I don't want to make it all about politics, but what's your general thoughts and feelings? Like if you had to think, if you had to say one thing about this, what would you say? Two. I've got two things I want to say. Well, from my point of view, if if you, like I said to you way back, my initial gut reaction was to just vote leave because I thought change change isn't always a bad thing blah 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 maybe it'll strike something new but as it got closer and closer to it the more I kind of actually because that was just an emotional response yeah but the more I thought about it and looked into a few things 
it just became more of a short, like, I don't know, shrugging of the shoulders sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, I know. So in, in the end, um, my decision wasn't to vote out. So when I saw that that's kind of what's happening, like I, like I said to you, I put the TV on, I was like, what? Yeah, was oh, it the fact shit. that like your gut reaction was to leave and then you kind of educate yourself along the journey mm. and went, actually, there is a lot of bad things about it, but... It, it wasn't even that. It was it was more the fact that because I didn't, in the end, I didn't have a strong enough reason to want to leave. I thought because we can always try and leave again. Yeah. But we can only leave once because coming back will be ten times harder. Yeah, be so that was kind of my justification. In the end, I thought just yeah. leave it as it is now, and we can try again in the future. So then, when so then to see the result was a bit of a shock. So, so, so from- and I'm and I'm assuming that. It is definite, even though obviously it's not been because at this point in time it is quarter past. It's six, probably been six, announced seven, now. You know. Sorry, I can oh. fire it up in a second just to check it. Um, but from where I'm standing is two things for me that that came out of it. One, politicians. I'm, I'm not into politics <laughs> at all, but politicians will literally say and do fucking anything. Yeah. It, this, this, in my opinion, brought out the very worst in both sides of the parties. It was just unbelievable some of the way that they were toying with data and facts to try and sway people. I think it it showed you more of the true colours of certain people. I think some people were more consistent with their... have always been as consistent with what they say, but other people have just flip-flopped and they'll say whatever they think is going to get It's that hot new trend at the moment of what they can jump on the back of. I mean, Matt O'Reilly in the office yesterday told me something interesting is um, the fact that uh, Boris Johnson was talking about Turkey. Turkey? Yeah, um, because the idea is they could potentially become part of the EU at some point in the future, whether that's yeah, 20, like 30, three years ago, he years. was saying how great it would be back to the Roman Empire, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. I don't really know around this. And then it's been completely flipped on its head to be a and negative. It's, yeah. So it's going to be the closest. Uh, Immigration is going to go through the roof. It's opened up the borders to certain countries. Anyway, but it just showed me that I'm not a politician. I don't understand all the politics, but it showed me that people will literally degrade themselves down to anything to try and get mm. what they want in the politics game. Yeah. The second thing for me, when I started looking into it, is whether we <coughs> is whether we stay or leave, the uncertainty of what's going to happen. Because I didn't understand how long this process would take to get kind of finalized yeah as in we've got a lot of regulations we've got a lot of things to get right as our own independent country now that we were just kind of governed by the eu previously so there's a lot of legislation that we need to do ourselves. so there's gonna be a really long time period and matt said it could be three five ten years and regardless of whether it works out to be the best thing for us or the worst is we're gonna have 10 years of uncertainty and what that does it means everyone everyone stops spending as much money and it could force into a recession that's just what uncertainty does. And in the game that I'm in, very selfishly, is we're a startup. We've relied on external capital to get to where we mm. are today. Yeah. Because we're trying to grow a huge company, um, we don't make money. We, and any money we do make, we, we pump back into the business. We're not expected to get to break even for another six to eight months. And that's the game that you do mm. when you take VC money because you try and grow very quickly. And when you look at what's happened now is my opinion is we might have been lucky because we'll get to break even and we'll be able to grow the business. But if we wanted to do a next round, we'll find it a lot more difficult. Um, And I think naturally 
wife's calling, but we'll call her back in a bit. Um, I think naturally what's going to happen is every bit of external investment that is currently flowing fairly well at the moment or was two months ago, I think everyone's going to get a lot tighter. Yeah. On the flip side, and I don't want to go down the rant on politics, one thing I will do the rant about is one thing that I'm really passionate about is for us more than anything, and you've seen my focus shift in the last six months, is the need to actually make a business into a fucking business like a business needs to make money yeah. there's so many businesses out there and we were one of them 12 months ago the fact that we just thought build a community the money will follow we'll get some vc funding grow 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 and then we'll work out money later whereas what we've having to do we decided to do it before all this shit with the recession potential recession and the brexit but we thought actually we don't want to build our business on sand we want to build it on cement so let's go after some revenue models and show that we can make some money what's going to happen in the startup community now is every single business is going to have to much have a much more more viable business plan in terms of great you get x amount of users how much you're making per user how are you making money in this business not let's get to a million active users and work it out then i think you're going to find a lot of businesses struggle because they can't raise the money but the businesses that prevail will be sound businesses that actually make money and i i really want our company we were on the right trajectory to become one of those that actually is a sound business just in the cold light of day with the 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 data and the financials yeah i think i just kind of reiterates the point that you need a strong watertight kind of business plan to get anything off the ground before like if the country goes in a potential negative direction yep there's no there's no room for any wishy-washy kind of we'll see what works yeah what spe- does speculation need- and like oh it might work here's a yeah. check because we know that you might be able to go to x amount of users and we'll work out the money or people just wanted to make bets as the, as the markets are doing well and people just wanted to make bets. And I don't know directly, but my opinion is angels, VCs, not VCs, but angels, wealthy individuals often have money directly tied into stocks. If the, if the market or Forex is uncertain, they're going to be a lot more uh, tight with what they do with their funds. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of a massive trickle on effect to how much money is actually in the kind of startup ecosystem. But anyway, yeah, we'll we'll have to <laughs> review this. I mean, like you say, like you say, it's the the reason people voted whichever way they did. It's funny because they probably expect change to happen like that, but it's not. It's like yeah. you say, it's going to take a long time. I mean, last thing I'll say on this is the industry that we work in, the construction industry, is it will be one of the most impacted. It's just the nature of it. Yeah. Hey, honey. Hey, Rob, you want me to FaceTime you to go to the beach? I'm recording the podcast with Harry at the moment, but... Oh, okay. I'll FaceTime him in 20 minutes. Yeah, we got then. FaceTime me now, quickly. <laughs> Resume the show, in. <laughs> Please allow for a brief intermission. She's calling you. I wanted to control the laptop. There you go. I forgot what I was just fucking saying as well. Hey, Look at you into the beach. Wow. You're going to have a good day. I love you, little man. You love daddy? Good boy. You're going to bring me a shell back? Good boy, love you. See you later. Bye. 
Okay, ready? Yep. So we work in the construction industry and that will be one of the largest impact. <laughs> I got back into it, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go again. I think you should just leave all this in, man. No, I know, I know. <laughs> it would just show people like, what happens with distractions. Because you don't, you don't want them to think that this is a rehearsed show. Agree. Because it is far from that. <laughs> <laughs> record, go. Um, so... We work in the construction industry, which will be one of the largest impacted, um, just the nature of it. I mean, uh, look at historic data. Um, the first people to be affected are house builders, manufacturers around mm-hmm. this industry. And what I wanted to know, for us as a software business servicing that industry, uh, the knock-on effects will be, in my opinion, less. But I want to know how much it's going to affect our core audience. So if you imagine heating engineers... So our core audience is heating engineers. Um, 80% of our activity and revenue comes from people that fit boilers. Yep. So what I'm trying to do now is very fast education around what's going to happen for those guys. Does legislation change that mean there's a new demand? Yeah. There's there's more documentation. They need, they need more services. Can we jump on this? I don't want to say bandwagon, but will this actually create opportunities for us to build something very fast with new legislation and then be first to market with something rather than coming where we are now, which is um, we are not first to market. We are just doing a product that's 10 times better. Um, there's some really interesting opportunities. And I think if we look at it like that as a business and just put that business hat on, it's big market changes could have a massive impact for our core audience. And if we can learn that faster than anyone else and respond to it, which we should be able to do because we're nimble, we're a startup, I think there could be some great opportunities for us coming out of this. So double-edged sword, but... Um, Interesting. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll touch base to see what's happening. So, off the politics, off the soapbox. Um, so, you've been back a week? I've been back a week. Uh, so, how's, <laughs> how's your first week back gone? And we've also had a pretty big week, uh, well, a big event happen as well. Yeah. Not, not just my birthday, obviously. <laughs> uh, first week, that's been good. Um, I'm less tired, weirdly. I don't know if babies. Now that, now that you're back? Yeah. I don't know if it's because baby's sleeping better or whatever it is, but I've felt. sleeping at the office. Or... <laughs> sleeping at the desk. Um, but I just, I don't know. This week I've just felt really energized. I don't know if it's because it's the excitement with the app launch. Um, but this week I just felt really good. Um, I had a really great chat. I don't know if he listens to the show, you know. I think he listens to some shows. But I had a great chat with Simon uh, earlier this week, which um, really got some elements of what I've been thinking about over the last two weeks between our two weekly chat um, I had a lot of questions that I wanted to bounce around <coughs> I had a lot of questions that I wanted to bounce around and um, got a good chat with Simon, helped me concrete some of those ideas, came back team it just feels like it hasn't skipped a beat I mean everyone just seems to be on point good. the work that we've been doing um, remotely when you come to my house to do a couple of days work, I feel like that is working I feel like that process I don't want to say it's working the process feels like it's there what we wanted to build I think we've achieved it Um, but yeah that was a headache though but (laughs) no tell me about it Um, so so the launch how how, well not such a loaded question the uh, the, uh, (laughs) the update because it wasn't it wasn't a brand new launch it was merely I consider it a launch a simple because at the moment, and I know we keep beating around the bush, but we'll, we'll start opening up what we do a little bit more. At the moment, we've got a software package that allows trade professionals to make admin super simple. 
But to get to that, you need to create basically a LinkedIn profile for a trade. We'll just call yeah, it that. It's all intertwined. Yeah, so there's like 20, 20 to 23 touch points before you get into the software product um, that you need to do around your profile. And the problem that we ran into after looking at the data, um, we started to do what's called cohort analysis, um, which, again, we keep saying this and we are making notes. We'll bring Matt O'Reilly on to talk about the data and how we collect it and what we make of it. Thrilling episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just tell you. Um, Is that how O'Reilly speaks? No, he doesn't. It's, it's, it's how a generic geek speaks in my head, then I realize it's nothing like O'Reilly. He doesn't listen people, to it. Some people love numbers and spreadsheets. He, he's one of, and we need people guys, love what they we love. We need guys like that as well. Exactly. We need guys like that's that. That's why he's head of data. So we look, <laughs> head of data. Uh, so that's why. We, looked, we did the cohort analysis. We looked at the big problems we've got. We've got a lot of people sign up for the profiles, but too many people didn't get through to our office package. We make revenue from our office package. We had a big demand for some extra service in there, so what we decided to do was split that office package out. So if, you're, if you've got a profile, you get the office package as normal. The two work together. There's a great integrations that happen between the two that we're actually working on even more now. But if you just want the office package, you can go into the app store and download it. Yeah. Um, which is really Remo- interesting removing some of those hoops exactly, exactly. so those 23 touch points that you've got before you can get into the office package we've completely stripped it out yeah. so for the first time ever someone can go into the app store download it and start using it and get all those features and benefits um, which for us I think is a massive so I, I do consider it as a launch I really do because um, it's a product that has never been available before if that makes sense Yeah. Uh, as an independent thing so overall super exciting but what happened on <laughs> on uh the zero hour <laughs> so Mark I hope to God you listen to this show um, so who by the way Mark and Ignacy absolute troopers I no, can no. only imagine so in case you don't know or this is the first time you listen Mark and Ignacy are our devs um, two chaps they work relentlessly they um, I actually listen back Ignacy been with the company for the last two years has actually decided to make a life change and move back to Spain so Mark's going to be stepping up and taking that role as long as everything goes well but these guys are our devs and they've worked relentlessly but as with anything it only comes down to as good as the people that are testing it so we have got so much testing and picked up so many bugs and we spoke about last week that we got we used ionic view to get it into the hands of beta testers but one thing that we missed is when you sign up as a new user I don't think actually I don't think we were able to test it in the live environment nothing got missed it was just it once once the update got pushed it was something that either was or wasn't happening. So, yeah, it, what, here's what it was. Um, is We have this uh, SDK for the notifications that are built in. And Mark explained to me is we knew that wasn't working in Ionic View. It wasn't meant to. It was meant yeah. to go live with the push. And when that push went live is it broke something around the sign-up screen that activated that welcome pop-up thing. You can tell I'm technical. Um, so what happened... <laughs> is just to give a back, bit of background is we decided to try and treat this as a beta launch so you know that we ran some Facebook ads yep. did some cold emails some cold texts to heating engineers just they to raise it. awareness they love, they love people love reaching out to you unsolicited <laughs> but listen I have no I have no problem cold emailing 500 heating engineers mainly because I know that what I'm sending them is going to help them and in my opinion they just don't know it I'm yet just, they just don't know it yet uh, salesmen through and through but if you're giving value I don't care how many people I have to cold email um, so we got um, a bunch of people onto a beta list which are people that opted in and said yeah Definitely. When this goes live, text me a link. I'm on iOS or Android. We did that to make it a bit more easy for them. Send me the link. I want to download it. Great. 
So, app goes live. We send the text message out. You jump onto the app as a like. I, I love you for this, by the way. I see I see Mudge Gas sign up as new user. <laughs> I then see Mudge Gas sign up as a new user. Mudge Gas. I'm like, why is he signed up three times? And then you message us on Slack. Do you Slack noise? <laughs> now, anyone, I know some people have just checked their laptop there thinking they've uh, just had a slack but that's uh, if anyone knows about if anyone I want to hear anyone that can do a, a better slack noise it was a random competition within the office smashed it um, so you slacked us and we're like I can't log in yeah my gut reaction by the way at that point was you're just doing something wrong I think it always is because that's just such a base thing like you can yeah, of course you can sign up and log in you yeah so so I was filling in all my info as a new user email number blah 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 hit sign up or register get started yeah get started hit get started it would load or it would think about it and then nothing happened but then you'd see you'd hit the button again obviously as you would with anything try again and it said this email has already been used fair enough maybe because I've because I use the plus test yeah yeah. I'm not sure if that might have been on there so I changed it to test one tried it again nothing hit it email's been used at that point, and what were you thinking? I was like, have I, or have, how many Did you blame yourself at this point? Were you still thinking, am I'm I doing something I wrong? thought maybe it's me. Um, I'm, yeah. Like I say, because we do so many test accounts and just like put accounts in, delete them or whatever, just to yeah. try things out. I thought maybe I've just keep using the same things. So then I changed the phone number. Phone number wasn't right. So so in the end, I created like, what, three, four accounts in total? Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't know what made me think that, but I thought, is it because then that was it? I used an email that I've never used, yeah. Then I know I haven't. And once I put that in and hit the button again, and it said it's been used. I thought it must be, it must There's be logging this somewhere. So then, obviously, we look on on the Slack, and you can see the signups, multiple signups from you from Much Gas. So I freaked out as you do. So I, I've just texted fifty plus people saying, "Here's the link. Jump in. Want your feedback." Like, <laughs> I want you to be, uh, 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 like there's this thing I know like uh, ship a product if you're super proud of it when it ships you've shipped it too late but there is a balancing act that people should be able to fucking get into the product <laughs> to test yeah. it so and, and the thing is it's it's not like you couldn't get in because I if you hit the home button come out it signed me in straight away so somewhere along the line it, oh, registered. it, didn't, it didn't for me it didn't sign me in I had to go to the login field oh, type it in and then log in um, but, yeah, so there's... but basically when I looked at the data because we created the UTM links and then bit.ly links to see how many clicks it went through um, quick side note if you're not using bit.ly links go to bit.ly and you can create short links that you can track um, so I sent each message out with a bit.ly link and I saw that in the first like 8 to 10 minutes we had 20 to 21 I can't remember what it was around 20 clicks so I know that now 20 people have gone to the app store to download it but zero had got through to the sign-up field of our Intercom channel. So I'm thinking, we've just lost those people. So then I jump on and send a recovery text message. I'm typing it up <laughs> as I'm trying to find out what the hell's going on. Like, it's the definition of trying to put out fires. So I was like, hey, guys, blame myself, obviously. Guys, I got trigger happy. Wasn't meant to send you that text out at the moment. It's meant to go out in two hours' time. Um, I'll follow up when it's ready. Ignore my last message. They're already thinking, what fucking shit show this is. That's why someone replied saying, please stop texting me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and on that point, like, don't take that personally. I mean, we've cold emailed a few thousand people. I've cold called a few 
100 people. <laughs> it feels like it. So uh, people don't like to be contacted unsolicited. I completely understand and appreciate that. But we needed to get brand new people that have nothing to do with our brand into our funnel to work out. Other people that are buying stuff from us at the moment are they only doing it because they've been a member of ours for 12 months and they know, like, and trust us. We need to bring fresh blood into the funnel to work out how well that converts. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I mean, we've had some fantastic feedback on what we've built for people that are brand new to the company. We even met one of them face-to-face. We can talk about that in a second. So, can't fix it. Mark jumps on Slack, and I'm going to say it as it is, Mark. You jumped on Slack and was just like, I've made a big mistake. And when I read that line, <laughs> my head explodes. Um, I, I pause for a second, take a deep breath, and it explains what's gone wrong. The good thing is about Android is we can push it instantly. I mean, we can get it live. The problem is with that is there no sort of fifteen cert- twenty minutes? No, they don't review it. Android open platform. Wow. Yeah. So, but the, three months ago, iOS review times were like seven days. Lucky for us, it's now down to like two and three. So I was like, how long will it take us to fix this? So Ignacio and Mark are like, we'll have it fixed in half an hour. We'll submit it. Great. They fix it. Mark's apologizing. And I'm a big believer in it. It's not, it's not who made the mistake. Admittedly, we wanted to know where the mistake was. Agree. But how we recovered it as a team and how everyone just mucked in at like silly o'clock and just got it's, it done. It's more kind of why the mistake was there in the first place and exactly. how, how you resolve it. And, and then building a process personal. around it to make sure it doesn't happen yeah. in the future. I mean, from my understanding, this was a basic thing that got overlooked, um, but that's going to happen when we're moving as quick as we do. We just need to build some process that the basic things, that the, the tick boxes are checked before we push something live because you only get one chance at a first impression. That old cliche, but it is so true. Um, so what we did, submitted to the App Store, got it fixed. Then I got onto Apple. And what you can do with Apple, in case anyone doesn't know, is if you've got like a, um, a launch that is happening really really soon and you can't wait three, seven days for the, for the app review, or there's an area to say, I have a critical bug and it needs fixing now, you can ask for what's called an expedited review. So jumped onto the App Store, and I, I can't imagine anyone having a better reason for the expedited review, and it asks for the reason, <laughs> it asks for the reason it's like, hey, you saw that we pushed our update that we've been working on for three months, three hours ago. Please hit get started and you'll realize that no one can get into our app. This is the bug that we need fixing. Mm. We fixed it, please review it. To be fair to Apple, within three hours, so I got an email saying, hey, your expedited review's been approved. You're now in the quicker process queue. Within three hours, we were back in the app store fully live. Sent the text message out to people (laughs) with a new link well same link but to the app and we got uh, like 17 to 20 people sign up the first day I think we've got another 6 already this morning that is brand new people um, and then that's where your role comes in to kind of nurture them along the way to work out one do we have a good product that they're going to use two how are they using it because some people have signed up for different reasons and, and three we just need to work out how we keep making it better but the whole experience was mad to be honest yeah, I remember just I remember seeing it on well trying it out for myself, and then we we're on we were talking on Slack for the next like hour or so. It's like what? Oh, fucking I just freaked at one like, point as what well. What do you do? <laughs> so Mark Mark Slack me. He's like, yeah, Ignacio said the build is ready to push. And what that means is I have to go into the iTunes, write the description of what the review is, uh, what the um, the update is, the yeah. thing that appears in the App Store. So I'm like, da 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 da. Type it all up, submit for review. You haven't uploaded a build. 
What? <laughs> I can see build 2.5, so I'll go back in. Ignacio, where's the build? That's me typing on the table, by the way. Frank it's not real life. <laughs> Archive. Um, <laughs> Ignacio, where's the build? He's offline. There is no little green light on, on Slack. <laughs> Got to mark. It's the days of MSN. Where's Ignacio? Gone to the gym. Get hold of him. The build isn't on uh, Apple. Yeah, because they don't. It's not like they're working in the same house. No, so they work remotely. Um, Long story short, Ignacy gets back from the gym. He's like, "Ah, the upload didn't work. (laughs) 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 This hour and twenty minutes, I'm fucking freaking trying to work out what's happening. Obviously, because we're trying to get it up as quick as possible. Um, Yeah, so." Ignacy's perfect timing is normal to just disappear off to the gym and Classic. not take his phone. But hey, uh, we got it resolved. Um, the key thing to take away from it is we just need some processing just for the basics. Uh, I think the thing is, is what we've done this time compared to normal, we don't normally, we try and robust test it as much as we can, but this time we had it on every device. We robust tested every new feature, every new SERP, everything. We, li- I don't, we couldn't, could we have found this before it happened? Because Do you know, okay, because I'm gonna hold my hands up. Something what the reason we didn't get certain triggers was because it wasn't live. You made it's a really good point. So do you know the thing that I that I should have done is once it's in the app store, we should have now we should have a process. I'm gonna make a note of this that when it's in the app store, we then all go and do the yeah. testing live. Because if we'd, we'd done that, none of this texting people would have happened. It wouldn't have been an issue. <laughs> Every existing user would have got the update, but it's fine because they can just log in automatically. They're not hitting the get started. So process for us. Key lesson. Glad we dragged this out in this episode to get to it. But test it live is what we need to do from now on. So, yeah, that's this week. What else is there? Um, Uh, Here's one thing that I I I will bring up. Um, I, we touched on it briefly uh, obviously my wife uh, just had a new kid my wife's looking for a way to uh, have a project at home where she can she enjoys doing business and sales and social and bits like that so we brainstormed some ideas Harry's personal trainer and bits like that so what we decided to do is we are doing some t-shirt designs just to test how well we can do social media marketing online selling as a complete side project um, it's not going to take a distraction away from us, but it's something that we're going to bring up on the show because I think it will be interesting for listeners to kind yeah. of hear our journey about how we're how we're doing with that, just as a little side biz. So, nice. <laughs> so I'm actually because the t-shirts that I'm doing, let's let's talk about the tees. Actually, we're going to do a show talking about the tea business, and what we're going to so do. So we're saving that for another episode. What we're going to do is tease it here and then. No, because this, what I'm Tease it. I see what you did there. Uh, I tell you, I'm wasted on this audience. <laughs> in, what, what we're going to do is the big gap. We're going to stop, let's wrap up, and then tomorrow's show we'll talk about the tease. Okay. Okay. And we'll record that now. Okay. But while we're on the subject of garments, um, <laughs> I tried the suits on. <laughs> oh, we, we haven't got to the tea bit. Have we not? Oh, okay, uh, are, we be, just, are we just ending it? Uh, I said, what, what else is there this week? Da, da, da. Yeah, so it's just kind of like, I think the last thing I said was, what else was there this week? Shall we just go on to the suits? So, Wrap it up with the suits. Yeah. 
So before we wrap up, I have to address the fact that you sent me what I can only describe as a mildly distressing video <laughs> yesterday. Um, you, you make it sound bad. <laughs> distressing. I wish we had the, a website to post up to. We don't even have a website for the podcast. It all just feeds through can, Acast or whatever it is. Um, talk to me about what you sent me yesterday. Talk to me. Talk to me, son. Yeah, so we got... So I'm getting married at the end of the year. Congratulations. Oh, I'm saying congratulations. I already know that, but for everyone else. Um, so we... We went suit shopping the other week. Yep. Found a suit that we liked. Thought sweet, but obviously they didn't have the size in. So we ordered, because we're getting the same suits, we ordered two sizes each. I'm your best man. Yes. No. <laughs> get, just getting it on tape, more. Got to get that plug in there. Um, so, so we ordered them uh, online, totaling £1,000. Yep. It's okay. Four put suits. It on, put it on the credit card. Four, we'll, four full three-piece suits. Exactly. We can send, obviously, the ones that don't fit back. Still had to pay for postage, mind you. Ridiculous. Six pound, was it? Yeah, just calling you out, top man. Like, seriously, if you're spending over 100, 100 quid, 150 quid, whatever that margin is, you should not charge for postage. It is an absolute joke. Scandalous, isn't it? Not only should you not charge for postage, after Harry showed me how they arrived... Yeah, so they came in a bag. They just came, like, stuffed in a and bag. And they were, like, rolled. It's not like they were put, like, they weren't full length hanging just in a bag. That would have made sense. Yeah, I wouldn't have minded. And I've that. seen them in the back seat of your car. It looks like you've just dragged them out of a dumpster. That's how they were in the bag. It's ridiculous. So, so yeah. So we got the suits there, right? So yeah. So I get them all out. The they weren't too they weren't too creased. So we we could have just run line. Yeah, on. iron's fine. Fair enough. So I I, I tried them on, and they had, also they had the audacity. Bearing in mind that we bought four suits. Yep. It only came with one of those black bags, black carry bags. So I don't know whether they accidentally put that in at all, or whether they were three short, or whether they're thinking they've ordered four, they're going to return three. Yeah, we're just going to send them one of these. So, so, so I try them on, and they're slim fitting suits anyway. So I try the well, I put I put the waistcoat on, and I put the uh, the uh, jacket on. They fit fine. They're okay. But the trousers, the waist, so I'm probably a 35-inch waist. So therefore, depending on the cut of trousers, 34 or 36 will fit me. Try to get to it. But because I, <laughs> I work out, you know, um, the quads are not the same proportions to most people. So even though I've got a 30... You've got big quads. So the trousers are a 36 waist, the ones that I put on. Yep. Perfect, perfect around the waist, but around the legs, they were awfully cozy. Screaming, so you sent me a video, and you literally could not sit down. I couldn't. I could, or you couldn't <laughs> get down past what I considered fifteen degrees. Right? No. I couldn't go. I couldn't go up and down the stairs without having to like John kick, kick my feet out to the side just to kind of get more. So, so we're going to wrap up the show with a quick dig at Topman One for their delivery. Uh, how it's delivered and the fact that the you spend a thousand pounds and you charge for postage and you don't even put it on next day delivery it's like four to five days or something yeah. daft secondly is we need to get another date in the calendar take all the lads get some suits yeah. so I've got to take all those suits back we're going to have to fight, you know when it's getting back. close we're going to have to have a fireside chat the day of the stag do oh my when God. we set off we'll, we'll get the road mics on the go on the plane or something talk about that <laughs> um, and then before the wedding I think it'll just be good fun it's been a mad week, man. Yeah. Um, we say, do I say that every week? It feels like it's a mad week every week. I think that's just the nature of the beast right now, isn't it? Mm. 
when it's not a mad week, we're, we've either we're either making millions and it's just running itself, yep. or something's drastically wrong. What I'm interested in doing is next week is you will have you, you would have been into your I don't want to say new role, but the the position, the that new we'll, process, the new process for a week, <coughs> and I want to touch on how that's going for you. Yeah, awesome. Anything else? No, roll on this evening. Yeah, I don't like recording this with a coffee. I need a beer. I'm, I feel I drank that way too quick and now there's, I'm all sweaty. There's, <laughs> there's 20 beers in the fridge right now. I know. It is 8 o'clock. It, it is. It's not. Is it? Is it 8? Well, is 8 allowed? It's 10 to. I'd say 11 onwards just to have some respect. Half 10 if you're having a champagne breakfast. Why not? Having a beer? No. Roll on 11.